Hey folks, this is Adrienne A. Wallace and I am here for my first 2019 podcast. I hope that this podcast finds you all at an auspicious moment of your day and doing well whenever it is that you listen to it. I'm compelled to come and talk about purpose today. Um, More than anything else, I think that I'm reflective on purpose because my year ending 2018 was one um, that is marked, has been marked by um, lots of news that's not really great about people's lives and and about them having uh, really chronic and in some cases lethal illnesses that effectively will dictate that in um, anywhere from months to years. Um, a few short years, their lives, as we know them in their spatial sense, um, will be over. And so I thought very much about purpose, about life purpose, why it is that I'm here, what it is that I seek to do as a person, what the path that I'm walking out is, and who is on that same path, as well as people who may be on divergent or um, paths that that cross mine. And so um, the, the striving for purpose Purpose is really dictated by um, a host of things, but more than anything else, it's hopefully something that people imagine to do, imagine to endeavor to not only positively impact themselves, but really to impact the world or a source or or people um, more profoundly than they themselves are impacted. Um, It's more related to being able to leave the planet and, and to die and know that um, something about your existence, something about your background, something about the relationships that you've had resonates in such a way that other people are inspired to do life better or on higher terms. And while the news that I have that allowed me to start thinking about purpose is is quite overwhelming, I've decided that I wasn't going to allow it to troddle me. I wasn't going to allow it to um, endear in such a way that I am separated from my purpose. So my responsibility and my purpose is to be truly impactful in the lives of other people. And when I do that in business, I find a way that is most profitable to do that, that elevates people to their higher potential. So for instance, at Diageo, I decided that my purpose was to impact the diversity story that was being told both internally and externally about the organization. And the best way to do that was to really look and seek out people who were distinguished as diverse and or minority in society and find those that were the most creative, uh, the most highly intellectual, the most skilled, um, the most efficient and that would be women, um, blacks, African-Americans, uh, Hispanics, Asians, Latinos and Latinas, and um, the disabled and even our veterans. And to find those people and to figure out where they were creatively executing or strategically executing in a way that could serve Diageo's business and in turn serve them where they were able to generate revenue and profitabilities from doing work for our organization. And so being really, really purposeful about diversity, what I ended up leaving behind was a record of the past four and a half years of a brand new department within 
Diageo North America, a multi-billion dollar company that had no history of supplier diversity, had no specific history of, of, of making sure that they recruited diverse suppliers and vendors into the organization. So for me in that role, um, above and beyond my own expectations, I took a scenario of bad news and bad PR and conflicts with diversity and um, whispers down the lane about ingrown bias and I turned it around and created a space where those who are diverse and those who are not so diverse at all were interacting with all diverse suppliers and advertising agencies and creative agencies and really helped to spur the notion that we can do things together, we can execute well, and we can be profitable. And when I say profitable, I mean profitable to the tune of 18 million new dollars to the bottom line in net sales revenue for Diageo. So when you think about purpose, you usually arrive at your purpose not having some sky in the pie dream or some fairy tale pursuits, but really because you have a problem. And so what we're to do is we're to look at our lives, each and every single one of us, and we can be really critical about ourselves, but we need to critically look at our lives, look at the people in our lives, look at the places where we are, look at where it is that we work, where it is that we contribute our time, look at who we're spending time with, look at who we're sleeping with. No one will test your character more than the person you're sleeping with. And let me give you a bit of background info. You really have to say to yourself, you know, I spend most of my waking hours busy, tested, stressed, trying to calibrate and balance things. So when you lay down, it's the opportunity, um, whenever it is that you lay down and whenever it is you go to sleep to refresh. And it's a time where your subconscious is widely awake. So everything that normally you would not be able to excise or pay attention to comes fully awakened in a time when you put your body at rest, when you close your eyes, when you level your breath and your breathing, and when you set your body to where it doesn't have to move or animate or be activated. So if you're dealing with someone who is angry, someone who may have resentment, someone who may um, have things that, that put a bad taste in their own mouth, you can find yourself in a state of feeling off, off-centered. It doesn't necessarily make us all empathetic, but it makes us think about what are we doing? Who are we doing it with? Why do I feel off? And if you feel off at all, oftentimes, you can check in with your mate, who it is that you're laying with, and you can say, are you doing okay? Are you feeling okay? And finding that out will allow you to understand where they stand in their auric field. Now, if you feel like that person is not telling you the truth, and you feel like you're correctly reading that something is off balance with them and therefore affecting you, you have to ask yourself, where else will this person do this? What is my greater purpose in life? And will my person carry this attitude, this way of being, this denial or this lack of disclosure into our waking hours and therefore disrupt me and impact, negatively impact my ability to walk that path? a path where you're not wasting anyone's time, a path, path where you're growing, um, where you're learning the things and even playing forth the ideas 
that make you a better person and a better contributor to your own life and to society in general. So really making sure that you're not with some counterfeit person or dealing with a relationship that you don't have a true purpose mate is very, very important. In the waking hours, you want to be as impactful as possible. You want your unions, whether they're family unions, whether they're career unions, whether they're personal romantic unions, you want all of those unions to be really positive. Now, they won't all have this effervescent honeymoon phase, but what they will have is your opportunity to see whether or not your perfect goal, your perfect purpose, and even some of your dreaming is really able to be achieved with those people. We all need a consortium. There is not a person walking a path or a person who lives in purpose that lives that, that purpose alone, that walks that path alone. Sometimes you're walking that path and you're walking that path because of the sureness of other people being able to follow you behind you, or you're walking that path because you have absolute faith in who it is that's leading you down the path, but you are compassionate, patient, and wise enough to know that that path is related definitively to your purpose. If you find that you're with people who seem uninterested, self-centered, off-centered about what your path is, then you are not associated with the right people. And you have to realize that it's probably a road you've been down before. And so while it may seem a lighted path, it's not illuminated in your purpose. And you need to step off, find another path, find other people, find another place so that your purpose can be revealed and that you can be relevant in your purpose. The other thing you have to make sure of is that you're not aimlessly following forward in another person's purpose. Like I said, while we all need purpose mates, there are people who support us in our purpose that remind us of what we've deemed our purpose to be. But there are people who um, also, while we're supporting, while they're supporting us, we're supporting them. So it really is a relationship of equals. It's an exchange of power. What are you really, really good at? Um, does that, can I help, can that help me? Can I use that to leverage and to achieve my purpose and vice versa? So a true balance of power. Um, in walking in your purpose, you have to be not God-fearing, but God-abiding. There is no God that I believe in that is a, is a God that you need to fear. It's a God that you need to abide with, that you need to know that is the ultimate source of your emancipation and that is the source of who and what it is that you are and whose light you are a conduit of. And so in your belief in the God and in higher being, you don't need to have any fear of that God. So knowing that you have a God with you and that you are made of that God who has a divine purpose for you and feeling and having the gift of discernment as to who you are allowing on your path, whose path you may be following or who you might be walking side by side with is incredibly important. All relationships. And then there's this issue of achieving our purpose with morality right? So there's a lot of people who have this big bark about morality and, you know, they think this is right and this is wrong. And social media is exactly a place where you'll see people beating their chest about, you know, what they believe in politically or socially. But when you ask them to, to, to bite and to bite down on the gristle and to show you that they can chew that up and, and spit it out and it look like something new, 
they're not ready to, to, to grab that skin. They're not looking to put their own skin in the game. So you have to be really careful that you're actually dealing with people who, you know, are really putting their integrity against what it is they say. And integrity is shown in our actions and what it is we say versus what it is we speak, because everyone has a pitch. Everything sounds really attractive. There's a bunch of promises that people make. There's a lot of people that will bandwagon on a cause or even what you understand to be your purpose. And in fact, they seem to talk all the time, but when you look for action and you look for where they've been associated and you ask them what they've done in their communities, they literally have nothing to say. They have a huge opinion and everyone does have one. It's like having you know, a, um, a place in which to excise waste. Everyone has that. And so what you don't want is opinions. You want people who are people of action and you wanna be a person of action. You also have to understand the difference between comfort and growth, because there are a lot of people who, um, you know, are much into the status quo and believe that standing in purpose means that you stand with things just as they are. Whereas the truth of the matter is, is that that's really boring and doesn't evoke any change. So if we had only sunlight all the time, plants would probably come up out of the ground, but they would be scorched and never be able to nourish or beautify the planet. And so growth is about the highs and lows. It's about taking on the light and the dark. It's about balancing that and standing in your purpose and understanding that life is a hologram. It's three-dimensional. It's about your mind. It's about your body. It's about your spirit. It's about taking the highs and lows, the light and the darkness of those three dimensions and really, really being the person that juggles it without dropping it on the ground or on someone's head. So if there's something that is torturous to your mind, your body, or your spirit, it is your responsibility to stand in purpose first and foremost by seeking health and wellness in each of those aspects of your life. And that is the difference between comfort and growth. It means that you are exercising your mind, so you are reading. It means that you are you know, taking in healthy media. It means that you are challenging negative media. It means that your perception of what media is, is yours, and that you are open to the opinion of others of what the media is as well. It means that you can create your own media and that you can do that just like I'm doing this podcast right now with absolute confidence. It means that if you are mentally challenged in any way, where you're not sure about things, you keep revisiting the same thing over and over and over again, that you step aside and find someone to come in and hold and cherish and help direct your mind towards your path. Remember that your path leads to your purpose. So the path that you're walking and who's on it, very important. Take care of your spirit, whether it is yoga, whether it is prayer, whether it's meditation, whether it's attending church, whether it's opening a sacred text, whether it is um, having a specific mantra or an oath that you repeat on a daily basis and that you exercise, It is the hygiene of the spirit that helps you to be fully defined in your purpose. And then it is taking care and cherishing your body from head to toe. It means that if there is scaly skin on your toe, or if there's a gray hair in your head that you want to lay smooth, or you like it to be wiry and curly, that you are paying attention to all aspects of your being. But not just the external, also the internal. How is it that you're feeling today? 
How is it that you're feeling today? And to declare and decree that. And if it is not good to understand that you are here to feel good, God is within you. And so part of your purpose and part of walking the path towards your purpose is being wholly physically healthy. Again, the three dimensions of mind, body, and spirit, dealing with the light and the dark of that, the highs and the lows of that, contending to it, taking care of it in a way that says that you cherish you. Because there is not a single person who can be defined in purpose. There's not a singular purpose mate who can convince you of what the purpose is unless you first are committed to yourself and your wellness. So with that said, I wanted to close and wish everyone the best of the new year. Happy January. And as you venture forth, as you seek your comfort, deal with the difficulty that comes because where there is difficulty, there is ease. And when the ease does come, we do need still to still and we can still press on. Namaste.